Hello, this is Rob Thomas with Club and Resort Business. On this episode of Club and Resort Talks, we chat with Scott Harmeling, PGA, Director of Golf at Green Valley in Sioux City, Iowa. Find out how Scott turned a boring driving range into the place to be, attracting millennials and corporate events. Hope you enjoy. Hey, hey, Scott, before we get into the meat of our chat, can you uh, introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about your day-to-day duties at the club? Sure. My name is Scott Harmelink, and I'm the PGA Director of Golf at uh, Green Valley Golf Club and Floyd Park Golf Course here in Sioux City. I've been here since 2001. Moved here from San Diego, where I was an assistant out there at several area courses in San Diego from 93 to 2000. Was born and raised in Yankton, South Dakota. My day-to-day operations are probably much like a lot of uh, director golfs at a uh, public roof, uh, public facility. I just manage the day-to-day operations. I manage all of my operational staff. I'm also in charge of uh, the maintenance and food and beverage. Pretty much all the all the operations I I do have my hand in on uh, on all of them. Terrific. Thank you for introducing yourself. The reason I was introduced to you originally was an article on millennials we were doing. And you did something interesting with your driving range to attract more millennials, but not just millennials. First of all, what didn't you like about your existing driving range? Yeah, our driving range, the course was built in 1962, and I believe the range was uh, was built a couple years after that. And it was the, the teeing area is elevated, and it's elevated probably 25, 28 feet uh, from the actual driving range itself down on the, you know, where the balls would go. And I've never liked it just because it, it's not a, you know, you got to figure in slope and, you know, if you got a hundred yards to target and if you hit balls all day on that tee, it can be a little confusing to some people because they get on the course and they're, you know, not hitting as far as they think they should because of that elevated tee. So I've never really liked it. I have family out in Phoenix who go out there quite a bit, especially in the winter. And uh, this past Christmas, we uh, went out there and we, we checked out a top golf which I think is just a, a novel idea um, that uh, that they have going there. It's very successful, and and I, you know, it's it was a lot of fun, but it's not a it's, top golf's not a place where a serious player is going to go and work on his game. Uh, what I noticed there was lots of families, uh, lots of very novice players, if that. Uh, very few people brought their clubs. There's a lot of you know they have a lot of rental clubs there at uh, at top golf and it just kind of put the idea in my head, you know, obviously their, their hitting bays are all elevated as well. One in, so I went to in Scottsdale had two levels and they're hitting down to all these targets and, you know, they have artificial turf obviously and the white, well, they look like bunkers or not bunkers, but they haven't painted and then they have the nets. And it just kind of put the idea in my head that I have something very similar to this at, at, at Green Valley. And I've, I've tried lots of different things over the years to try to get more golfers out here, but it, it's not a huge market that I'm in. And, um, some of the things I've done have been mildly successful, some not successful at all, some very successful, but I, I thought that if I built something like that here, that I could attract more millennials, number one, and certainly more people that are brand new to the game or maybe don't know anything about the game, just because those targets are out there, it's fun to hit. And when I first got them in, I went up and I just started hitting and I found myself really enjoying hitting balls. I've never been a grinder on the range, but it's just fun to hit the ball. What I did, I, I built eight 20 foot diameter circles out there and I, you know, lined it off with a, with a string and I got some course marking 
And then I rented a sod cutter. I took the sod out. Uh, I lined it. I edged it. And I got in our dump truck and went to a gravel company here in town and, and picked up what's called pink Sioux quartzite sand. And it's a sand that's a little more coarse than normal bunker sand, and which is perfect because the wind won't blow it out. And I filled these four inches deep. And, you know, after that was done, Presto, you know, that that range was, was ready to go. And we've had lights there that were installed on the range in the mid-90s that were very rarely used that first year and then never used after. And believe it or not, they, they all worked. And I came out at night, cranked on the lights, and, you know, you could see all the way to the end of the range. It's just incredible. And people are really enjoying it. That's fantastic. Now, it sounds like it could be an expensive project, but you did that yourself, you and your staff? Yeah. One of my assistants, Bob Walker, who's actually my head professional up at Floyd Park, he helped me. And the two of us did it. So, you know, we're both salary employees and we just have a passion for doing these things. We have a passion for making this place as, as good as it possibly can be and thinking outside the box a little bit. So there was no, I mean, the expense, the way we did it was extraordinarily minimal cost. $200 to rent the sod cutter for the time we needed it. And all of the materials, the edging, the lining, the edging and lining ran me about 700 and all the sand I got was another, uh, another $700. So, I mean, I did this entire thing for less than $2,000. Wow. And so I would imagine it doesn't take too long. This just started this summer, correct? Bob and I started it in the middle of April. April and May were really not very good weather months and we had uh, it was cold, it was rainy, and it just wasn't very busy. And so we, we had some time to do this. So, I mean, if it was a perfect April and May, I probably wouldn't have had time to, to do it. And it really didn't take us that long. I mean, I, uh, total hours uh, for Bob and I, we probably put in 20 hours each, I suppose, on this deal. It really wasn't that many hours. But, but you unveiled it in the summertime. So you kind of opened it to the public. We did, yes. When it was on Memorial Day... Memorial Day weekend, I had a new mat uh, installed as well, and that was expensive. But we needed a new mat anyway. And with the range that I have, not only the elevated, as I said before, I was never really a fan of that, but we're a very, very busy golf course. Uh, We're the busiest course in the area, and our driving range hitting area, the turf, it's not not very big, and it just gets just destroyed. And so we got to have a mat. So we got the new mat. It is a beautiful mat. It's just fantastic. Uh, Southwest Green did this for us. They really did a good job. But so we, we use that mat um, about half the time. And then we, we use the turf. I, I got to give the turf time to recover. My maintenance staff's doing a fantastic job this year. We're, we just need to add a lot of black dirt. We got to add a lot of black or a lot of grass seed and keep it wet. And uh, yeah, the, the range is in much better shape than it really ever has been just because of the detail that's been going on with the maintenance staff taking care of that. Now, they, they talk a lot about the gamification of golf and hitting golf balls, and that is one of the keys that some people are saying is to attract the millennials and to bring in younger and you know a different demographic. What are you doing? I understand that night range is a, is a thing that, um, that's been pretty popular so far. It has been. It, the, the driving range itself, I've never seen it this busy. Um, every time, during the day, and I'll get into the night in a little bit, but just during the day, I'll go out and take a look, and I mean, there's six players, eight players, ten players there routinely, and 
I've never seen it before. And just by kind of looking at their swings, they're new to the game. And uh, I think I've accomplished something there, getting some new golfers out here. And the majority of these people are younger people. Um, but with this range um, and the night range, I've opened it up. I've had five nights. And the deal is we're here in Iowa. The weather is pretty un- unpredictable. I can't, I can't schedule night range well in advance because it, it, for it to be successful at night, it's going to have to be practically a perfect weather evening. You know, if it's 80 degrees, but it's blowing 20 miles an hour, people, people aren't going to want to come. So how I'm getting the, the word out right now anyway is, is, is social media through Facebook, uh, Twitter, and I'm sending out mass emails to my, to my membership. And, it, and the word is getting out. But in addition to the, to the night range, I, uh, I do set up a full bar down there. I have music down there. I have some contests. I ordered some T-shirts that uh, what I do is every 15 minutes, I'll, I kind of MC the event. So we have music going, and I'll say, I'll get on the microphone and announce that, you know, my, the picker is out there. I have my daughter actually get the picker, and she just drives around. I said, the next person to hit the picker wins a free T-shirt and gets to pick the music genre for the next 15 minutes on that Bluetooth speaker. So that really has been successful as well. The millennials especially really seem, seem to get into it. So very proud of that. Well, I'm with you in the 50 club. So uh, I'm no longer a millennial. I'm certainly not a millennial. Yes. Uh, but that sounds fun to me. You bet. It's a blast. Now that's, I mean, that's great. It's all well and good. And I'm in, I sound like you're making, uh, making some money on that. And it's, it's drawn some interest, but the real money seems like it'd be coming in like corporate events. Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, tonight will be my first corporate event. I have a uh, surgical clinic here in town that has reserved the night range. I like to cook as well. What I'm doing, I'm, I've made some brochures I also made a copy of the article that you put in, uh, that you published in your magazine for me, which has uh, really been helpful for me to sell this to corporations. You know, I have a very nice brochure. I have this article that you had done on this range, and these businesses are looking at it saying, you know, this is a unique thing. And plus, you know, there's a national golf magazine that thinks it's kind of interesting what Scott's doing. So uh, I can't thank you enough for that. But yeah, so I like to cook as well. So I'm offering, um, I'm offering our our restaurant, which is on the second level of our building here, and it can comfortably seat 120 people. And I'm offering it to these businesses for team building events or a retirement party or just a summer, you know, quarterly meeting or any, any theme would be fine. They can have their meeting. And I, as I said, I like to cook and I do quite a bit of it out here for the, for the outings, uh, extra large, big green egg out here and, uh, and some other things where, I can prepare anything from, I mean, I can do anything from hot dogs to, you know, prime rib or fillets or, or ribs or brisket. I can do lots of different things. And with some fantastic sides, they can have their meal. And then afterwards, uh, we'll get the, uh, we'll get the, the bar and the uh, music going and the lights on in the range and everyone can head down there. And we're also fortunate enough to have on the second level, um, we have a patio that overlooks the West, which is absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, you know, the sun setting and those who really don't have an interest in hitting any balls can uh, enjoy a glass of wine out there and watch the sunset. So I'm very excited about uh, the the future with this corporate night range at Green Valley. I've visited a dozen or so different businesses so far, and uh, I'm looking forward to filling some dates here this year and certainly filling my calendar in next year as much as I can. What uh, do you see? Do you see this evolving beyond the millennials and the corporate events is there is there 
untapped potential? Well, I tell you, that's my focus right now. Um, well, it's always been the corporate, but I wanted to, uh, you know, when I when we opened it first, I wanted to have kind of like a soft open and send that information out via Facebook uh, and email again. And the first night I I did it without any without spending a nickel on any advertising whatsoever. I mean, it's had 65 people show up that evening. So that that's kind of my focus right now. I, I guess I hadn't uh, hadn't really given it much thought what else could be could be done there, but uh, certainly it's it's limitless the possibilities. But right now, I'm, my focus is more on corporate and and, and doing those uh, periodic uh, night range for for public. Beautiful. Any other areas of the golf operations maybe that you're looking forward to? I'm getting at this is kind of an innovative thought, and I think a lot of people have their their driving ranges and you people were warming up on the range before a round maybe the director of instructions out there giving a lesson but it doesn't seem to be like the go-to spot of any golf course you you're changing that at your course whereas i mean people who might not ever play the golf course are visiting your range spending money food and beverage on bucket of balls and everything so that's pretty innovative are you, are you looking at other areas of your golf operations as I said before, you know, with, with these targets and especially with the lights, but even during the day, I mean, like I said, these people are just enjoying rather than just hitting it up at a sign or a flag out there, you know, having a, an actual target where if that ball hits that sand, they can see it plug, they get excited about it. I see people high fiving out there, you know, when they, and if they just miss it and the ball bounces and rolls away, they kind of get, oh, they get disgusted, you know, that sort of thing. So they're just fired up about it. But, you know, because there are, more new players coming out it does give me the opportunity to to speak with them about about golf and uh, one of the worst things i ever have to do out here at green valley is if i if i get a foursome out here that's got a 9 15 tee time on a saturday that is just starting out and i've done this a few times i had to where you know they're not making contact with the ball every swing and and you know they're all of a sudden they're you know four holes behind and you know the rest of the day is is really in trouble I, I've gone out there, and fortunately, I, I, I operate two facilities here in the other in Sioux City, and the other facility is Floyd Park. And Floyd Park is an executive. Um, it's par 63. You got 12 par threes, three par fours, three par fives, and it's it's busy. It's not as busy as Green Valley, but there are certainly times, even on Saturdays, primarily after 12, where things really slow down. And for those groups that have uh, kind of fell behind out there. Um, I go out there very apologetically, but, you know, and, and just offer a suggestion. I said, I'd love to be, you know, give you, uh, give you a full refund here today. And I'd love to, I, I have a tea time for you at 1230 at Floyd Park. No charge. I want you to go check it out. And that's something, that's an opportunity that I have on this range as well with these new players. They can come out, uh, they can play. I can speak with them about Floyd. And, you know, I said, you know what, you guys ought to get there and check it out and play. I said, after, you know, 12 o'clock, things really slow down up there. That's where um, I love to get my beginning players to get out there and enjoy, you know, playing hundred yard holes for the most part. There are some part fours and fives up there, but the, the course is short and it's just a fantastic place for new people to get into the game and learn rather than to, you know, go to a busy golf course and have ordinary people yell at you and things like that. That's the worst thing that can happen to somebody new to the game. So um, I just want to be real careful about how, you know, these new players can get acclimated to actually start playing golf. That's, that's an excellent idea. And it's, uh, it's nice that you have the, the alternative venue yes. to, to offer these golfers. Hey, uh, Scott, before I let you out of here, uh, can you please tell us 
how we can find you online and across your social media handles. Yes, my email is, if anybody wants to email about any questions at all, golfgreenvalley at gmail.com. And our website is www.greenvalleyfloyd.com. And our Facebook is Golf Green Valley. Fantastic. Hey, uh, Scott, thank you very much for your time. Again, this was Scott Harmelink. Director of Golf at Green Valley and Floyd Park Golf Courses in Sioux City, Iowa. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on, Rob. I appreciate it.